Hey guys, Ty from Breaker Culture, and uh, it's episode 99. I cannot believe it's episode 99. Unbelievable. And I'm excited because this week, which blows my mind, is the kickoff of the NFL season. And I thought, you know what? We have to talk about football. And there's only one guy that I know has to be on the show with football <laughs> cards, and that's Tyson Banker. Tyson, what's up, man? How you doing? First of all, I'm I'm honored to be 99. That's that's awesome. I know Shani's got 100 locked down. He, respectfully, he deserves it, but 99 is still pretty sweet. That's right. I uh, I was looking back through some of my episodes the other day. I was cleaning out some stuff, and I'm like, my goodness, some of these that were you know, 50, 60, got like 9,000 listens on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's I mean, that's a long time. I mean, that's you know, congratulations to you. I mean, having a hundred podcasts, I mean, that, that's a pretty cool deal. I mean, I'm, that's awesome. Congrats. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. We just got done doing a MLB flagship live show, and I should have changed shirts because people saw me in this shirt. So you change the background, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. How can I not put this guy in the background? Oh, man. Just added, yeah. Good man. Um, well, yeah. So real quick, we're going to give away something today because you next week after week one are launching your first podcast on the Bench Clear Network. And I am super stoked, man. We all of us are. And um, yeah. you're calling it Behind the Numbers Football Card Podcast or That's Football right. Cards Behind the Numbers. Yeah. Um, you excited about that? I'm really excited about it. I just, you know, I, I love football. It's my been my passion. Played it my whole life pretty much through college and fantasy football and all those things. So just football is definitely the thing that just flows through the blood through me and having a podcast about sports cars with it. Just perfect. Let's do it. Heck yeah. Well, I know yeah. there's going to be many, many listeners flooding over to, to listen to you talk about football cards. Uh, all right. So let's give away. I was trying to look through, through some stuff that I had sitting around, but a lot of the football cards that are retail only, I haven't got yet. So we're going to give away this premier draft, this hit 16 autographs in this stinking box. Wow. Uh, so we'll give it away to, um, one of our, here's what we'll do. We'll do one of our YouTube comments below. Um, so if you're listening on iTunes or any of your other podcast numbers, go to YouTube, you'll see the link and put a comment below and just tell Tyson what topic you want him to cover on his football card podcast. There we go. Perfect. Well, Give him a topic. Perfect. Any topic. Well, content builder. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, all those were randomized and we'll do it. Uh, let's do it Sunday night after the wrap up of the season. We'll give away something. We'll give away this box. I'll probably throw in something else to make it really fun. I think you know what it's going to be. It's going to be something nice. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get a, we'll get a Donruss box or something and we'll try to, we'll try to combine some giveaways. That's awesome. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited. So it's so what we're going to do tonight is uh, so episode 99 is going to be all about just premiering the NFL season, talking about kind of what's happening in the hobby with football cards. We'll talk a little bit about non hobby related football news and let's ramp everybody up heading into week one for things they can be doing with football cards. Yeah. All right, cool with you. Yeah. You built the agenda, so I'm excited about this. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna dictate what we're talking about. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously though, are, are people are people more excited or less excited about football heading into this COVID-19 adjusted season? Like, what is your honest opinion on that? My first word that comes to mind is nervous because you just Everybody looks forward to football so much and football is yeah. every week so important. And I just don't, I just, I'm really nervous about their preparation of how they're going to handle COVID compared to the other sports. So just for me, it's nervous. I hope everything works. I hope the guys stay healthy and we don't have, 
you know, the Chiefs miss week two because of COVID or the Jaguars week four. Like that could really yeah. mess things up with the NFL because every week's so important. Um, so I'm nervous. I, I hope that it works out. And I'm excited to see football Thursday night at least and get it rolling. But I just say for me, nervous for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Have you have you broken down kind of the COVID-19 protocols for this, the NFL? I have not gone that deep into it, no. Okay, I, I haven't either. So I'm really yeah. curious. I know they changed some things and they've been kind of tweaking this to make it work. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just making sure I have mine down for my school. <laughs> oh my goodness, no kidding for you. Yeah, yeah. You're, so you're in full session, right? I should have yeah, asked. Yeah, we, we we did a staggered start this week, and we got full our first full all all grades because we're we're four to twelve at my small private school, so uh, we go full board on Tuesday. So, wow. Are, are you prepared for this? Yeah, luckily with my school, our numbers are lower. We only have 300 kids from four to 12. So okay, um, I think manageable, it's pretty good. I mean, it's really hard. I think when you, it's so hard because kids just naturally do things that aren't socially distanced. And I think that yep. that's so hard to try to preach that into kids because it's just, hey man, walk single file instead of side by side by your buddy. So the hallway is clear, you know, <laughs> just, just weird things like that. It's been really hard because you just, it's not normal, you know? Yeah, that's no, fair. That's a fair point. Um, okay, so so back to COVID nineteen here, real quick with the football season. Are are, are they allowing fans? Have they have they decided? Is it one hundred percent no fans? I haven't heard that. I assumed not, but that I I, I know that I some colleges assume there was no fans. Yeah, I assume no. So I know some colleges I heard were like trying to do like two thousand max, like some weird. <laughs> I just think that's forcing it, but yeah. Well, there was college football on this weekend, and I was yeah. watching the games, and it was. It, if, if you didn't know that there was not COVID-19 restrictions, I don't think you would have picked up on, on the, like the reduction in fans. I don't think you would have noticed. Yeah. I don't, I, well, so I don't know if it was like sounds being created from yeah speaker system or if it was just fans that were there being really loud. I don't know. Yeah, But we we're, I don't know if the, what games you're watching, but I saw like Marshall and a couple of games that usually the fans aren't really relevant anyways. <laughs> so, I, I didn't, I, I didn't see like, you know, you know, Ohio state and Oregon were supposed to play this year. And I tell you, we would have noticed if that was, you know, the situation and with no fans, I think. Uh, well, Matthew McConaughey would disagree with that comment about Marshall. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that is true. We are Marshall. My bad. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest yeah. sports films of all time. I, I agree. I love that show. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so week one does kick off. This will be this podcast will be releasing on the seventh or the eighth. Uh, first game is going to be on the tenth, I believe, right Thursday night. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about just the NFL as a whole, and then let's get into hobby specific stuff. Okay. Um, what <laughs> I guess from a very you know thirty thousand foot perspective, what's kind of been surprising to you with some of the free agent moves and some of the things kind of working around the NFL system. Anything stand out to you, particular? You want to talk about? Mm, I just, I think if we're just talking to this big landscape, I just, I'm starting to get the impression that KC's in a position just to roll and potentially be, you know, undefeated type season role. I just, I just don't see much challenge in them offense. Like their offense is just gonna. I, I just think their division's gonna be tough to stop them. Did you say so undefeated like, type season? Is that I, how you know somebody said the other day on a podcast? Let's do is they kind of have that Patriots vibe when they went 17 and one. I just I I think they have that type of firepower that they could definitely put that together. Um, I especially in their division, their division's retooling. The, you know, the Chargers are restarting a quarterback. You got the Broncos lock still developing, and the Raiders don't really have a quarterback that people like too much right now. So um, I don't think their division's gonna challenge them that much. 
you got the Patriots are out of there, which they already kind of put that to rest last year. So, uh, yeah, to me, that's that's kind of interesting to see if they can actually put something together like that. I think in terms of the Patriots, though, that AFC East, I'm really interested to see if another team can actually elevate to the top and take that division over finally, or does yep. Cam take the Patriots back up there? Um, so, yeah, there's kind of, I think Cam's very interesting in terms of free agent. You know, the Fournette news isn't that big a news to me because I don't even think he really has a definite role with the Bucks right now. Hey, now, people are buying his cards up. That can't be true. Yeah, I know. I, you know, Fournette's talented, but it's just it, – you got to see what happens because, you know, I think uh, yeah. a couple of guys I listen to say it best, that Brady decided who's behind him at running back. If you protect and if you do the things you're supposed to, Brady will put you back there. So I don't – it's not really up to Fournette or really probably Arians in that best respect. That's true. Coach <laughs> so, Brady says what happens. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, obviously Tampa Bay is interesting. Um, I, I'm really interested. I will tell you one thing of the big landscape of football. I'm really interested to see how the saints do this year. Uh, I feel like they're getting older. I, I feel like this is a team. Are they, you know, Kamara has been kind of oftenly injured. I feel yep. like Thomas has kind of plateaued a little bit. I still think he's a phenomenal player, but I, I'm just really interested to see how that team does. Um, Cause they've kind of, the last year they really shifted to a defensive team like it was really interesting because their defense was just really dominant and i'm just kind of interested to see how they fare uh next year being with tampa bay and how that battle is going to go yeah that will be interesting yeah when i when i look at the nfc i i am very interested to see how the saints do for sure i'm also interested to see how the seahawks do i feel like that's yeah. the team that's just always there ready to go and when i think about a COVID 19 season i'm really curious to see like is it is it the veteran teams that are just able to weather the lack of preparation and the lack of touches in preseason? Or is it like the young guys who just don't know what they don't know, right? They go in and they have nothing to lose. There's so many like little whammies, right? Like what if, what if Mahomes gets COVID out for two weeks? You know, like what, like how many little variables of like quarterbacks, if they get COVID or running backs or, you know, cause I mean, it's a big difference between, you know, See, uh, Chris Carson getting COVID or Russell Wilson, that could cost them a game or two, you know? So I think that's going to be interesting as well. Some things we can't predict from our, our lens. Uh, very, very true. Very true. Um, do you think, do you think that they will end up cutting the season short or do you think that we'll end up playing through this? I mean, what's your, what's the vibe that you you're sensing? Uh, the vibe with me when it comes to NFL, they're going to power through as hard as as, as long as they can. I think it's going to have to take a really, a, really a big issue or a really uh, just something big's going to have to happen for them to stop. I don't think they're going to stop for every COVID case, or even if three or four teams have it, they're going to figure out a way to manage it rather than stop. Yep, in my opinion, uh, I agree. I feel like at this point, Ryan, when you got the MLB season, that that powered through it they had that really tough 10-day stretch and the nba and granted the nba and nhl were in a bubble so it's a little bit different but i feel like uh there's no way they don't play the only thing that's gonna be interesting is when they do have those situations of teams like the nmlb where they've had to cancel the games or postpone them and then just do double headers well you can't do that in the nfl so i don't yeah. know how they're going to manage that game flow stuff because there are people already unhappy with the monday thursday sunday in terms of the turnaround from Sunday to Thursday games, like players don't like that. So I don't, I don't see how they're going to manage those type of situations. I think makes sliding a double header on a Thursday night. I think that would be get messy, cause some injuries. I don't think it'd be good for the players. So. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's going to be, it's going to make your podcast that much more interesting every single week. <laughs> You're going to have plenty of content. That's right. Lots to talk about. 
All right. So let's shift a little bit here and let's talk about hobby specific stuff because there's so much we want to dive into tonight. Yeah. Um, let's let's start with just kind of the overall vibe we're getting from the sports card market, specifically football cards, because I think you and I would both agree like baseball cards, basketball cards, soccer cards have exceeded basically all expectations that we could have had five months ago. Right. Yeah. Um, the the big wild card was obviously football, being that it's just a it's just a tougher market in general. It's quarterback driven. And then you and I had a podcast. I want to say five or six weeks ago, and we were just talking about what we were seeing with data and how we were getting that. It was pretty clear to us that receivers and running backs, especially with this type of draft, were going to start exploding in the football card market. And it became kind of the perfect storm with sports cards really exploding as a whole. And then I think people started to realize there is really undervalued players in the NFL right now. Yeah. And their initial and their position is not QB, right? It is it's WR and it's RB. And it's oh, yeah. um, yep. Are you super bullish on the football card market right now? Um, I think I am. I just, I think... I, I think it's still climbing. I think I think it's going to have that kind of that bump that we just looked at on the MLB show of when the MLB started. I think we're going to see probably a similar thing in football. And I think the fun thing with football that I keep telling people that say, well, why football is that the the supply is not as easy to come across. The pop reports are low. The, the cards are they're just harder to find. And so that makes the chase more fun, in my opinion. And so I think that's why some of these cards command such insane values when you see you know, the Mahomes and Brady's almost touching 10 K you're like, Ooh, you know? So I, I just think that having those type of top end players just makes it really attractive. And I, I think it's going to continue to spike until uh, that season starts and see, we see how the NFL kind of materializes through COVID for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I, your, your point on supply cannot be like stated in, in bold enough. Like there. Yeah. There on the pop reports, when you want to play in the NFL, if you want to go get their tops chrome or their prism or their prism silver, I mean, you're looking at pop reports in the tens, yeah, maybe the hundreds, yeah, maybe so the hundreds. You don't yeah. see guys in thousands, like you don't see a 13,000 pop report like you do a Ronald Acuna Jr., right? You know, or a Ja Morant with 7,000 base prisms after the first, you know, two months. <laughs> Doesn't it's still commanding, but yeah, doesn't exist. Um, so that that to me is like when you when you think about prices shooting really fast, like that that's it's perfect storm for a short squeeze where you got all this very, excitement and there's nothing to buy. You can't get it. It's right. very, it's very volatile. It's like it's it's there's so much. Uh, it like it's funny in your charts kind of illustrate illustrate it too because even like some guys like Drew Locke, you don't or was it Drew Locke or no mm -hmm. Rogers. And Josh Allen just had no purchases in September yet, yeah. just because that they don't then things don't move as fast because the quantity isn't as easy to just sell every day like you can with baseball. And so sometimes when those that Josh Allen silver goes for sale, that's a rare opportunity to buy perhaps. And so you have to make a smart decision if that's your time. Uh, so that's that's what I think is interesting too. Yeah, that's a great point. We'll talk through some of these values here in a minute because I do think it's going to be fun to talk about kind of monthly prices. And we'll, we'll break some of that down a little bit for you, uh, for the listeners too. Right. Um, so let, let's start with with kind of what's out there for the 2020 season because you you and I have already talked a little bit about rookies we're excited about. And I, I don't know if maybe while, while I'm pulling this up, 
Is there any rookies that after seeing some of the buzz and excitement that you're more excited about now that we're heading into the season? Um, I think, I don't know. I don't think my position has changed too much on rookies other than like, um, cause I know I mentioned him last time, but I just really think Cam Akers is getting in a really good situation. I just think the Rams are going to run the ball really well. And, you know, Gurley's gone. It's between Cam Akers and Henderson's still a nice little buy too. Uh, these are kind of my fantasy slash <laughs> sports card sleepers. I yep. think they're both, both in a good position. Um, I still, I still think that, you know, Burrow looks good. Like all of his train camp reports, everything has just been glowing. And I, I really like the offensive minded coach of, that they have with Zach Taylor. I think that can be really good for Burrow's development and having AJ green come back and being back on board. He hasn't been disgruntled. He's been healthy. Uh, and I've been, I'm really big on Joe Mixon. I think that offense could be pretty good. So um, yeah, no, I think Joe Burrow's good at two. I'm really interested to see with the health and just seeing how, what they do with him. I think, you can't count on much for him. I'm just kind of hoping that they don't play him too much, to be honest. I kind of hope they slow yep. roll that. Um, and then Herbert, I'm kind of the same. Like Tua and Herbert, if you're a believer in them, I would strongly suggest just kind of waiting when they while they're not playing. And I think you have some good buys towards the end of mid of season and then take some chances before they get a little bit of action at the end of the year. Um, I like Justin Jefferson a lot as a receiver for the Vikings. I think he's really explosive coming from that LSU offense, just tons of catches, just really good at the high point, just does a lot of good receiver things that I like to see. Um, man, I, you know, I can't, decide, I can't decide on Jonathan Taylor too much. I, I, I just don't know. The Colts <laughs> just kind of confuse me because I, I think Marlon Mack's good. And so I don't know if it's going to be a, what time share it's going to be. Same yep. thing with Swift. Swift, they just signed AP, the Lions did. So they have AP, on Johnson, and Swift. And so I just, a couple of those guys I don't feel as good as. But I'm all in on CEH, though. Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. I think he's in a huge spot to put up huge fantasy numbers and be on one of the best teams in the league. So uh, that's kind of a quick run through of the top guys off the top of my head that I feel pretty good about. Those are good. Yeah. And I think that, that that's really helpful. And I think people will probably stop for a minute and write down some of those names. I, you know, I, <laughs> This is the one year where it's probably for everybody. I, I got I had a pop at a fantasy draft and I couldn't name 10 rookies that I was really interested in drafting. And every year I'm yeah. usually the guy that's drafting rookies and storing them on my hello, storing them oh, on my bench. Nice uh, save. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was almost a disaster. Uh, so yeah, this will be interesting to see. Like it does the uneducated fantasy player, does that hurt? And I guess the, the good thing about football cards is you got contenders in prism that come out in November, December. Right. And so you, we have plenty of time to kind of catch up on rookies. Um, you're so not, you're not, you're not betting too early. Right. Not, yeah, exactly. Too early. Um, because the reality is look, there's what four, eight, there's about 11 decent products out, 11 Panini products out that are relevant. Mm. And outside of maybe score or maybe, maybe Donruss elite, you can't make an argument for a true, uh, a legitimate rookie card in those products. It's not right. until Donruss comes out this next week that we really start to see rookie card prices move up and down. Yeah. So um, anyway, that was a slight tangent. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. Let's talk a little bit about, what is on the market right now? Because I think a lot of people are, you know, moving into football cards, maybe aren't as uh, educated on what happens with football cards. You have a lot, uh, you know, you have your 10 to 15 products that come out basically up through week one. 
And then week one through week about six, you have some of the flagship products come out and then you roll into prism and contender seasons, kind of the way it, it works in NFL. Right. Um, so let me, let me pop something up on the screen here. And for podcast listeners, we're going to, I'm going to show some, some hobby box prices. So we get a feel for kind of what's on the market right now. Um, and some of this you're seeing really for the first time. So I apologize to you, Tyson, but that's okay. No, I got it. Yeah. I'm up to speed. It's good. good. Um, okay. So you can see here that the, the top priced hobby box right now and some of these are pre-sale. So uh, right. these I added in because they are selling on eBay. So I wanted to give you guys a good tracker. Right. Mosaic's coming in at 705. That's, uh, I mean, wow. Hobby box, yeah. Prism Drafts, number two at 359. Right. Crazy, it's up from 300 just four weeks ago. It's moving up pretty quick. Do you think that'll start to like come back down once the, the Prism comes out? Like, is that just kind of... They're just climbing for that. They're cool cards, man. I, I love college football, so I know they don't hold the value, but they're they're cool cards. I got a couple of Herberts that I like just for fun. Being an Oregon fan, did you buy wax or did you buy those singles? I bought those singles. Okay, yeah, we didn't get any wax up here, and yeah, just just got some Herberts off some people on some sales. Nice. Yep. Um, so number two, Prism Draft. Number three is uh, Gold Standard at three hundred one. Number four, yep. Panini Black at two fifty two. Which is I was actually down. Yeah, well, I understand. I was underwhelmed. I didn't. I didn't like it. I, I watched a couple of breaks of it, and just the penny black, just the base cards, just didn't really. I don't. know. They just didn't do it for me. I don't know why. I just didn't like them that much. And the, I think the autos, most autos are sticker, and so just people just kind of, I think, weren't too impressed. Well, prices are down fifteen percent, so I think you, you're you're in the majority, apparently. Yeah. Uh, 2020 Donruss Elite. Next on the list at 229. So, so for those that aren't watch, looking at this, right, the podcast listeners, you can see prices have actually fallen for basically every product except for Legacy and Score. Yeah, uh, and Prism Draft, right? Which is yeah. pretty fascinating to see. This is very normal for football cards. Yeah. Um, so, certified, Donner Sleeves 229, certified 213, Elements is 213. Uh, 2020 Donruss. These are pre-sales for Donruss because those actually officially come out this week. 208. Mm -hmm. 2020. Which, which again, I'm not. We're not looking at perspective here. Perspective compared to last year. These are still pretty high priced. Right. 2020 Legacy 172 and Score at 152. Of those products out right now, mm -hmm. what, uh, which ones kind of excite you? If you were educating someone to go buy a box, which ones do you like? Non-presale, like stuff they can buy now? Uh, yeah, let's say stuff on the market. Let's say, so strip out Mosaic and, and we can include Donner since that's coming out. Well, so. I think like, like you kind of said, like there's nothing you want to go overboard with right now. Like everything's kind of just getting your feet wet, checking things out. But I mean, I just think the Donner's looks pretty cool. That, that Marvel series, I think looks awesome. Some of the, I saw the Marvel of Kyler Murray and I saw the Marvel of, uh, Mahomes, like a couple of them, they're, they're going for almost seven, 800 bucks. Like they're, I mean, they're really short printed. They're not, they're hard to hit. Um, and then also Donruss has the kind of the optic hollow versions of so the rookies already in there. They're pulling, I saw the burrow come out. That's going for about 600. So the Donruss has some nice uh, appeal to me uh, for the, those kind of optic hollow rookies that you could possibly get. Um, the base cards are meh. They're, you know, they're kind of that paper that something you're not going to, 
they're just going to take up space in your cardboard box probably. But, <laughs> um, but there's definitely some, some cool chases in there for the rookie cards, I think, that will hold value for a while. Yeah, I agree. Of, of that list, I would absolutely gravitate towards Donruss for sure. Yeah. Um, I, you and I talked about that Marvel as soon as we saw that was, a, that was a thing. We were like, well, that's going to be cool. And it is. Like people are, I mean, it's, it's selling well. It's got the kaboom effect. It does have the kaboom effect, 100%. Very retro, very much reaches back and pulls people into that nostalgia factor. Card yep. type. I, I don't think that, I, I mean, what's going to be fun is to see some of those graded yeah, cards pop up. I think it's going to be uh, pretty impressive the prices they're getting. Right. Um, but yeah, for, for those that are looking at football cards to get right now, the p- cards that are on the market, like I, I, I mean, look, one fifty for a box of score, eh, I might go that direction, maybe. I mean, but I'm not paying, I'm not paying three sixty for a box of Prison Draft. I'll tell you that. Right. Um, I, I might consider Donner's Elite as well. Like the thing with scorecards that I've and just in my short couple of times seen the last couple of years, it just seems like the design, they don't try very hard. <laughs> it's just, yeah. they're not, you know, they don't do anything unique. There's nothing with them that you're just like, Oh, that's cool looking like origins. Like, you know, they really go for it. They really try to make some nice design features and numbered cards that are pretty high. But a score just kind of leaves some to be desired when it comes to that. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, they pull up Microsoft publisher and they, <laughs> yeah. okay, what, what Microsoft templates do we have? Right. Available? For us right now we could use to design this card it has a nice centered border <laughs> <laughs> and then when we print them they will not be centered just to make it more interesting right <laughs> i know um yeah so all that to say just be patient yeah just be patient this week. A fun. that's right um what about cards coming out in the next month and, I, and I'll, I'll read you some of the not but anything that you're super excited about Um, i mean obviously mosaic right that comes out the 11th right that would be good Um, absolute comes out the 25th Uh, and i guess uh, officially origins hits the street on 9 30 um so again that's one of the pre-sale prices there always treasures national treasures collegiate where you play a ransom that's not going to (laughs) hold exactly I will pass on treasures. Probably, probably origins on the thirtieth. I'm probably the most excited about football wise. It's coming up. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, I agree with you. I would go Donruss this week, and then I would go origins the end of the month. And then when you look into October, you're going to have uh, Spectra on October 9th. Ninth, yeah. XR on the sixteenth. Impeccable yeah. on the twenty first and illusions on the twenty third. My goodness gracious, October is going to be crazy. Man, they hit that too fast. I don't feel like they let the other ones breathe enough. They need to space that out more. So they're going like, to you know, you're on XR and then you're on the next thing, and it's just what it just keeps rolling so fast that people switch the next things too fast. They do. You're, you're a big XR guy. You were telling me you like XR quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a fun product. I really do. But right, I. I if, if I'm looking at that week, you got a three a week seven day span. You got XR impeccable and illusions. Yeah, I'm prob- probably gravitating towards impeccable. Think so. Yeah, illusions is always kind of not the illusions is kind of not great usually. Yeah, at least it, I wasn't impressed with basketball. Agreed. Yeah, and well, they didn't. I mean, that's kind of a surprise product too. So I think people were kind of like, oh wait, what? And then Zion Williamson's 
the hype died out. But anyway, it's a football podcast. Gosh darn it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, anyway, uh, a, a very active next eight weeks. I think we yep. agreed on gravitate towards Donruss, gravitate towards maybe Mosaic with whatever you can find in the wild. That's going to be a retail product too. Uh, yep. So Mosaic will be really, really hot. Um, and then look at maybe Origins and Spectra. Yeah. If you're listening, like from the Canon perspective, I really, I'm really hoping we get Mosaic, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people that order that both hobby and retail and they were cut dramatically with allocations yeah. so i can't i don't expect it to be uh floating around walmarts and targets right. <laughs> um okay so there you go so that that's kind of uh for those that are looking for products to buy those are some ones to consider now let me let me show you real quick on the i don't want to get ahead of myself blaster box prices uh on the secondary market scores for 22 bucks prestige 27 bucks donris elite 29 bucks donris is going for about 35 bucks in prism draft is that real was that like 20 original oh yeah that's that's incredible that's yeah. 63 3x on a, a college project product yeah people paying that are out of their mind yeah that's crazy yeah uh I'd even say $36 for Donruss is crazy, but I mean. That's just a little bit of hype, just the new, new. Like it's, yeah. Well, that, I think you're seeing some of the big, car, the, uh, some of the big inserts are available in, black, in, in retail this year. So. Yeah, and that's great. That's, that makes it, yeah. That's yeah. Great. So that'll make retail really fun. Um, so there you go. There's the rundown on blaster prices for the retail. When when you grab these, Ty, does that, does that factor in the shipping too or no? Uh, this is just final sold price without shipping. Okay. I was just curious because like prestige, is it just 20 plus shipping? 20, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. For a lot of these sellers that are selling blasters, most of them do free shipping now. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's plus shipping. Um, prestige is easy to find. So I'm just, I was just surprised that that's above, that's still, you know, seven bucks above retail. Hey, don't tell the flippers that, that they can yeah. buy it for 20 with tax no. 22. And sell it for 27 <laughs> with 12% fees. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, don't get me started. All right. So let's let's shift a little bit here and let's talk about uh, some players. You cool with that? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, because I, I'm really fascinated with some of the prices right now. And uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay. So monthly prices. So again, this is looking at monthly. So we're, we're not going to go to daily price uh average yet because they don't there's not enough activity um mm -hmm. but number one brady at ninety seven hundred dollars yeah uh you mentioned earlier i mean that that was it was a shade under six thousand dollars in june it's just two thousand bowman chrome psa 10 i know that thing just took off too it just and i remember seeing it then i was like man that's pretty high <laughs> and then yeah just that's i think just watching uh, Brady and Mahomes and really Wilson because Wilson was super low. You can see his little bump from 800 up to 2,500. But there, that's to me, you can just kind of see the growth of the market for football just right there behind our eyes, like before our eyes just slowly going up. Yeah, so you're referring to the 2012 Panini Prism, Russell Wilson. I think that's the towel down version, right? Right. The base and that was going pretty cheap. And I noticed that my very first uh, evaluation of the prices yeah. was like, how is this under 1,000? And next thing you know, it like quadrupled. 
So yeah, cra- crazy. It, it literally quadrupled. And then it's, it's settling around 2,600, 2,700 bucks. Uh, that's the number three in the list. Number two is Patrick Mahomes, who went from 3,100 in June for his 2017 Panini Prism Silver PSA 10 to $7,600. Yeah. And he had a couple outliers, too. He had a couple that scraped nine, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he had some, yeah, a lot of growth. Yeah. Again, n- not a ton of supply. Like right. they, those were hard to hit and they right. were really hard to grade PSA tens. And his is one of the higher ones of supply actually too. He's, he's all over, I think he's like 60 ish. <laughs> Whoa. And that's high. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is though. That's funny. Cause I mean, I, I think Russell Wilson was like 15, 20, like some of those guys are much lower. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, number four. So that, so the top, what top seven or quarterbacks number four is Drew Brees was basically 900 bucks in June is 2001 tops. Yeah. It's now 2200. <laughs> Some of the multipliers you're seeing here. It's just yeah. like, what the heck? Do you think that's entire market or do you think football is surging? That's what I can't decipher. Cause really all we can look at this for baseball, for basketball, all of them have a similar, mm-hmm. a big growth curve. But I think football I think what you said, the gap on the bottoms come up with football. It's made it more interesting. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to ask you that when we were talking about this, because I just, is it football or is it the all market? Um, it, it's all, I think it's all market going yeah. up. Um, I think, I think there's just a lot of money floating around. A lot of people made money in basketball. Right. And, and baseball is a tough one to jump right into. I think the basketball market's probably more related to football market, the football market than baseball. Right. I would not be surprised if a lot of the, the basketball hype flows into the football card market. Right. Um, and again, we, we, we hinted towards this earlier. What you're seeing is not just the quarterbacks moving, you're seeing running backs and receivers move. And, you know, we can, we can break down this list right now again for the listeners. Right. I mean, some of these guys you're looking at, Saquon's moved from 550 to 1300. Uh, that's that's crazy. That's that's and to be fair, like Saquon hasn't put a season together yet. That's exactly right. Like and so that that's a huge seeing that growth. Um I I just don't know to me I just don't know how you take how does he make more than CMC and Zeke? I just I love Saquon's premier talent, don't get me wrong, but he has not put together a season close to CMC or Zeke yet. Yeah, you, you can grab a 2016 Panini Prism PSA 10 Ezekiel Elliott for $450. Yeah. You could buy three of them for the price of one Saquon. I just, I, that doesn't add up. I mean, I, I, some of it may be market, but the Cowboys are a big market too. So I, I don't know. Yeah, sign me up for Ezekiel Elliott for sure. Yeah, for sure. Now, I was going to ask you this time, put you on the spot. Oh, boy. Drew Locke, where he's at now. Come on, that, that's too high. <laughs> so he he was floating around 780 750 in june he's uh he's hovering around 1200 now i not think one not one game over 250 passing on the way out even though they won all four but i think it's cheap i think it's oh man <laughs> i i here here's my here's my bet to you all right let's do a bet I'll bet you a coffee okay i'll bet you by the end of october that card is pushing $1,700. I'll take that bet for sure. Yeah. 
You take it? Okay. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Well, you don't drink coffee, so I'll, I'll send you some. I, uh, I drink some coffee. Do you drink coffee? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big coffee drinker. Okay. Oh, okay. So I thought you said you didn't. We'll do a bag. I'll do a bag of coffee from a local roast here. You do a bag of coffee from your local roast. We'll... You got it. Okay. All right. Deal. Uh, 1700. That's that's the that's the threshold. What's our deadline? October, November 1st? What would that put us at? That would put us at right around week seven. Yeah. Okay. okay. Deal. Deal. That's going to be a fun one to track. It's not going to be good for my new podcast if you beat me on the first bet. Uh, <laughs> count it. Um, Michael Thomas, 2016 Panini Prism. 170 in June. Mm-hmm. Grab it for $860 right now. Yeah. You buyer at that price? Oh, man. <laughs> That's the best receiver in football? What's that? For arguably the best receiver in football? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough one because, like I mentioned before, I'm just worried to see how the Saints look this year. I'm, I'm just, I, I really feel personally that they're going to take a little bit of a step back offensively. And so, probably not a buyer there, but I'm a big believer in Thomas's talent. And I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's got four four seasons in a row with 100 receptions like he's he's doing amazing things i i think he's coming to the top though i don't i don't see him going for a thousand i don't and he doesn't really get the yeah and i think he had a pretty crazy stat in fantasy like i this is off the top of my head but i know he has an insane percent of his catches are under eight yards and so yep. i do think that that kind of can bug people compared to like what the marvin harrisons and the jerry rices and those kind of hall of fame receivers would do a stretch in the field so um, he is definitely your possession receiver by definition. Yes, I would agree. I, I think that seeing what Michael Thomas is doing, uh, because pe- people know Michael Thomas as the fantasy receiver God, you know, like the guy yeah. is going to put up, you said 110 receptions a year. He's, he's the guy to have on your team. I think that has played into his prices. Yeah. I think he's playing with a, a Hall of Fame quarterback too. That's also I think that's always a plus for the receivers. They have a really top notch guy going to them. That's yep. gonna help their value as well. So yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Drew Brees is kind of good. Um, any other names stand out in that list now that we're looking at it? Um I, I think like to me, like Fitzgerald, like you he, you have him above Thomas there in terms of his average. I think he's just I think his career is gonna is gonna be uh, more more prominent than what Thomas is. I, I think Fitzgerald. Wow. I think he's a great receiver um, in terms of talent, in terms of everything he did, even though no championships, those type of things, but you just kind of think about what he's had to deal with in terms of the quarterbacks and he had Warner, but not much after before Warner. So I just, I really like what he's done. Yeah. Um, I talked about Kelsey before. I still think he's pretty low. I think he can move up. I just, I think he's a really good, really good player. Um, who else stands out? Devonte Adams. I think he's way too low. And Joe Mixon and Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup still. I think he could have a big year. Cooper Cup. He's kind of been Goff's go-to guy. No cooks. Um, so I, I do think Cup could come up a little bit too. Uh, from being small, he was insane. Have you ever, have you ever seen his numbers, Eastern Washington tie? Uh, no, I don't think I have. His numbers, Eastern Washington, was like almost 200 yards receiving a game, like 10 catches. He was just a productive monster <laughs> it was crazy so but yeah I think, what do you like what do you play against other division two schools uh one double a or one a is kind of their division but yeah it was lower but still the volume was incredible <laughs> so yeah. 
can, yeah. can he stay healthy? Some of these guys, it's like, again, I think we're, we're, we're getting really excited about football cards. And I, I love this. I love that. We're talking about receivers and running backs. Yeah. You get hurt. Yeah. And it changes everything. It does. Yep. A lot of these guys are just going to get hurt. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's football though. That's, that's, that's football. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm scanning through the list again. I think Travis Kelsey at 380 is interesting. I I still think I got to go back to this guy. I mentioned it in our last last conversation. Garoppolo below yeah. 300 to me is just a steal. Yeah, just in the market too. He's just in he's in a really good position. I think I really think when you step back and you look right now, to me, it's the Niners and the Chiefs have the coaching staffs and the youth to be really good for a while. And so even if Garoppolo is not top, top, he's got the pieces around. Like I put on our agenda, like situations, everything in football, when you fall into a team with the weapons and the coaching, it can make, it mean everything for you. And if you fall into the wrong team or the wrong coaches, it can, you can fade away and have a terrible career. Like it's uh, I, I think situations, one of the biggest things you got to look at when people you're going to invest when it comes to football, for sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I so it'll be interesting because w- when we talk about some of these guys and guys that don't get hurt and are playing and have a game or two, um, with this kind of this new era, at least for this season, of everyone's at home watching. You have computer access. You can pop on eBay. You can pop on Starstock.com, and you can trade these guys as they're performing. You can not only do FanDuel. You not only do your fantasy team, but now you can go trade your cards really fast. Like to me, that's 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 gonna be more fun than than uh, you know daily fantasy, just because like you actually have items that you're 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 buying. You know, what I mean, it's not just putting in a lineup and trying to win money. You're you're exchanging you know Kamara because of the matchup. Like I think that's that's really fun. That Starstuck idea. I'm definitely gonna be playing with that when it comes to football season and looking at matchups and playing it like my fantasy team a bit. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's going to really increase the value of a Com C and a Star Stock. And, and even like you're going to see players that you realize, like let Larry Fitzgerald, let's say he has a great year. Like you're going to go on eBay and you're going to buy his cards because you want to own a piece of that. Like that, that to me is really, really fun. Yeah. I think uh, the culture of the NFL market is already ready for this. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. You right. know, just a matter of time. Um, yeah, so I, I back to this chart here one more time. Garoppolo, sub yeah. three hundred. Sign me up again. Th- th- I just I look at some of these receivers and I think, man, this could be really fun because there's so many good rookie receivers. But like DK Metcalf, yeah, ninety bucks in June. He's three hundred sixty bucks now. Yeah, four X. Oh, I know. Like the, all those guys and nineteen guys have just taken off in general. Like. I have like I remember one of my only packs I bought a couple weeks ago was Prism and I got a Kyler base in there and I was like oh it's cool I got Kyler base and it's going for two hundred raw like oh Kyler, my gosh the Kyler base I'm just like geez Louise <laughs> like this is crazy so yeah I mean the 2019 guys are kind of exploding I've been kind of buying a little bit of Nikhil Harry just as a sleeper in that product because I think that he could have some opportunity in New England so yeah do you need to pop over to your your draft taking place right now. Uh, I just picked Zeke at four, so I got I was lucky to get him at four. Yeah, so we're at 11 p.m. Central time here. 
yeah. week before the week of the NFL kickoff, and you're uh, you're doing your fantasy draft live on this podcast. That's great. multitasking, man. That's how that's how it is. How many teams are in your draft? What's twelve. I, yeah, twelve. So, so in my mind, it's coming back in about what sixteen picks. Yeah, but I was. I didn't think I'd get Zeke. Zeke usually goes third, so I got lucky being a Cowboys fan. That was kind of nice. But I was planning. I was prepared to take Clyde Edwards at uh, four, but didn't have to. My son was in a draft tonight. So two things about my son, real quick. This is pretty funny. So uh, Jackson, he had a draft today. Jackson and my son Kai, they both had a draft, and Jackson had the third pick, and he took uh, Clyde Edwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Is that?" Is that high for him? That feels like it's kind of high for a rookie. Yeah. And he's like, nah, that's what he's going for. He yeah. drafts. He's in the top five. Yeah. And it's stinking true. I can't believe he's going that high. I know. I was I the the draft before our show, I got him at I got him at 10 and I was ecstatic. I got him and Jacobs on the turn. I couldn't believe it. So I was like wow. <laughs> I got yeah. Ann Mahomes coming back the next time. So we are I'm a Chiefs fan with that league. Uh, but second thing about Jax, so in between our last two shows, we did our flagship, we talked about earlier flagship report about an hour ago and I went down to say good night to the kids and he's asleep. And I just, I kind of tuck him in a little bit and he opens his eye and he's like, Hey dad, how was your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great kid right there. Oh my, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a great kid right there. He's still thinking about you even when he's having fun with his stuff. Yeah, that's right. I said Tyson was okay, but it was it was good overall. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been better. Could have been better. Uh, I'm kidding. No, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, all right. So real quick, let's flip this. Let's flip this over here. So again, listeners, we're gonna flip over. I'm gonna show volume for the month just to give everyone else a feel for kind of what's moving right now, and all of this stuff I give to the Patreon audience. Tyson helps. Yeah. Okay. So monthly averages. Uh, I was quizzing you earlier. Look Are at the numbers. With you <laughs> say 10 sold. Oh, like, I, it, just, it just cracks me up to see those numbers because this is the point about supply. It's just like if you put up one of the baseball guys we talked about, it'd be 200 or whatever. <laughs> like their, their volume is just insane. And just, I don't know, it's just funny. Yeah. Carson Wentz at 11, Deshaun Watson at 10, Zeke at nine for net, which is hilarious. Like we're, we'll talk about, we'll close with some of the thoughts on recent news, but for net at eight, like, Oh my gosh, the people, the price they're paying. Yeah. And then Mahomes, Brady, Metcalf, Thomas, and Kamara, uh, round up the top 10. That's, I was really surprised with Carson wins. I get it where this is through the fifth. So this is uh five days into the month, but really surprised to see Wentz moving that much. It's just like, but look, all the signs just aren't looking good. I mean, Jeffrey's injured. Their rookie just got injured. They drafted a quarterback high. I just don't see what's being put into place. It's making people feel better about Wentz. Like they're, to me, they're preparing if he gets hurt again. And so I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know why he's being bought right now, to be honest. Um, Philly fans are crazy. They love their quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> they are crazy. You know, they're, they're a believer in their quarterback. And it's kind of hard to argue with that, I guess. It's true. Yeah, but uh, so, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I Deshaun Watson, I can totally see, and it's it's always fun to compare it to the previous month, right? I mean, we're five days in, but last month Deshaun Watson by far had the most cards sold, a hundred and three PSA dents. And again, we're talking comparatively last month, Fernando Tatis six hundred and fifty of his PSA yeah. ten two thousand nineteen sold. 
But I think in football, you got to be careful because I think when you see more guys being sold, I think it's people getting out, in my opinion. When, they, when it gets too high, I can see it more people, I don't want to say dumping, because I, I wouldn't say Watson's being dumped, but people are more more open to selling and may also be a sign that people are thinking it might not be a great year, which I'm kind of on that realm with the Texans. I'm not sure how he's going to do with that new look without Hopkins and whatnot. So, Okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. I just so, don't. I just don't know a volume because of the supply. I don't think the volume being high means that they are trending up. Um. Yeah. Well, that's um. That's a, that's a fair point. We'll have to watch prices with some of these guys because there's not a lot of I and mean, there's not many guys that have ton, tons of volume. Right. And um. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I'm thinking through how we could. What's the counter argument to that? Like, what what could we actually pull up to to figure that out? But that's kind of hard to see, right? You don't really. You have uh, to track buys and sells. Right. Who's unloading? It's just yeah, one of those things, right? It is what it is. It, the only way to track it is if it, if it's the price is going up with higher volume, then it's probably a pretty darn good sign. And I'm right. looking at Deshaun Watson right now as we speak. Deshaun Watson's price is actually so price went up. He was at 300 June 5th, and he is hovering around 820 right now. But yeah, uh, yeah as the volume was increasing, the price was going up. Yeah, this will be this will be fun to watch. This is yeah, I, I don't disagree at all though. Cool. Some some guys are like that's, that's you know, more of like an educated guess. Like maybe that's Wentz's thing. Maybe people are getting out on Wentz. Is how's Wentz? Is Wentz growing? Yeah, let's look at Wentz real quick. Let's wince it up. Uh, Carson Wentz price. Yeah, it's pretty big. Let's, let's see, three hundred in June. Yep, three hundred. It's basically the same chart as the Sean Watson, three hundred to eight thirty. But to me, that 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 does mean he's a sell. Like if he's gained that much and things aren't looking better, then that's why I would be one of those eleven people selling. <laughs> If you are one of those 11 people, please comment below. Yes. That's uh Yeah, when you're talking 3x your return on a card, yeah, you got to go. Right. Yeah. Especially when you're when you're in a 900 range for a guy that's in a pretty dire situation. But right. I digress. Uh, okay, so you you asked the question earlier, and I think it's a it's a it's a very fair point. You asked, "What does the market look like as a whole?" And I did put together something. I'll, let me pull it up here real quick while we were talking. I think it's it's fascinating to look at. Um, so this is showing. So let me show it to everybody. So this is going to show for listeners. I'm going to show what the overall daily moving average is. PSA 10 rookie cards for all rookies in NFL from 2010 to 2019. 2020s are obviously not in there yet. Right. Um, so here you go. Look at that trend. So uh, June 2nd, you were looking about $8,000 a day in combined total sales. And uh, yesterday, you were at about $26,000 in daily sales. Wow. 3X. Everything is about 3x. So we keep saying 3x. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's what it shows. The market as a whole is moving up NFL. That's that's every position, every rookie card that we track. So, 
That's incredible. That's awesome. You can do that, Ty. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. uh, so anyway. Uh, cool. All right. So, so real quick, let's do some quick hick news and then let's, uh, let's wrap it up and talk about what you're going to do next week. Uh, Fournette to the Bucks, you're, you're not a buyer of Fournette. Is that what I'm hearing? Not right now. Like, no, I don't, like I said, they got a lot of, they got a lot of people there. They got a lot of running backs there. They mean Ronald Jones and, uh, they drafted Keyshawn Vaughn, Fournette's come in. It's just, like I said, Brady's going to decide who goes back there, whoever blocks and does, keeps him protected. He's going to put back there. So I'm not really into Fournette. Um, so yeah, not not really in for me. What do you think? Uh heck no. Yeah. Heck no. Yeah. That's been a he's been a thorn in the side of every coach and every team. Right. No thanks. Um Collins hurt for the Cowboys. You think that's a massive impact? I just think it's a concern because I think as a Cowboys fan, like uh their biggest bread and butter has been what they put in the offensive line. You know, we lost Frederick to retirement uh, early due to his immune uh, deficiency dysthoric order they kind of developed. Uh, Tyron Smith is getting hurt and he's getting older and older. You got Zach Martin, who's a staple, and Collins is our other staple. And he's he's only out for three weeks on an IR stint, but it just could be bad for Zeke or Dak coming out of the gate. They could have uh, not a smooth uh, transition coming with him being out. So it is a little bit of concern, I think, on with the Zeke and Dak front. Okay. By the way, I just realized if I position my head right enough, it looks it looks like Mahomes is like crushing Flexing your head. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I like uh, this this other point here you made on our agenda. If Mister Minshew struggles, mustache yeah. Minshew. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> The just they released Glennon was kind of their backup quarterback to Minshew, and they're going with that. They like Lutton, the guy they got this in the draft this year. So I just think that uh, if Minshew's on a short leash because they don't have a lot invested in him in terms of money, and the Lutton's also a late round quarterback. So you can see the Jags really give him the quick hook, kind of like they did earlier if they need to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the, uh, I like Minshew. I think he, I, I, I think he's just a good face, like we talked about before. So I, I just reading the tea leaves that Lutton's impressing just makes me a little bit nervous. He's a so, good face. What 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 just happened here? He's just a guy that the the you put on your uh, put on your uh, card. Like I want to have a Jaguars card of Minshew with that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just got really weird in here. Yeah, I know. my bad. <laughs> no, I think. I think people like weird sometimes. Um, how's your draft going? Was you who's your second pick? Uh yeah, that's actually you caught me there. I I got sniped on Mahomes on the third, so I took Lamar Jackson. So I got Zeke, Zeke Kittle, and Lamar Jackson so far. You feel good about that? I do feel good about that. I like that I'm kind of spread out. Uh, I think receivers really deep in the middle rounds, so I I've been kind of waiting on those guys. So yeah, I feel good about it. I would hate to be in a league with you because you're going to have like every good secondary receiver running back on your team. Yeah. I've been getting AJ green for peanuts and I, I'll keep doing it. I think I'm really high on AJ this year. Yeah. There you go. My goodness. Um, okay. So a couple more news nuggets for you. Uh, bears officially announced Trubisky as starting quarterback. My gosh, when's the Trubisky era going to be done? Like, I think we're all tired of Trubisky. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just think that they're, trying to see prove they made a good pick still and 
trying to, you know, but they're gonna have to they're gonna have to fold up shop pretty soon. And they got fulls. Like with fulls there, you know, time he, he's really That's limited. Good. Matt His Matt week. is probably like, all right, yeah, you got two. Weeks. Yeah, week three, you're under fifty percent completion again. All right, we're going to fulls. <laughs> so uh, I just can't, I can't stop watching those like high, how you call them low lights of him throwing like fifteen yard in routes that are like three yards behind the receiver. You're just like. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You had one job. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Josh Rosen signed the practice squad. <laughs> I feel so man. bad for Rosen, man. Like, he has had – he just got shafted. Oh, yeah. Bad. And then, you know, he – yeah. <sighs> uh, such well, a bad – I hope he gets uh, – he gets, I hope he catches a break. Tutelage under Brady. And then something happens where Rosen has the opportunity to jump in. Yeah, it's been definitely a rough go for that guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when he he went a let's see he went ahead of Lamar Jackson. He went ahead a lot of guys in that draft that have had great careers. Very true, very true. Adrian Peterson signing with the Lions. Is he going to play yeah. for the Lions this year? I think he'll 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 get some carries. I just I think about that team. They're just I think they're going to be run focused. Yeah. That's why I said I'm not. Like I, that kind of makes me mad because I feel like I want DeAndre Swift to get a lot more touches, and that just more touches other guys. So, um, I, I, if you don't bring AP to not play him, he's not going to just sit on the bench. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That guy does not age. You see his? Uh, you ever see his like workout plan and what he does to stay in shape? I would be very interested to be see it because he's. Doing, <laughs> he's it is. I'll have to put that in the show notes if I can find it. It is crazy. His workout plan every week. I bet he's a specimen for sure. He is absolutely a specimen. Um, all right, that's all I got for you, man. Hey. Anything else, man? No, I'm just excited for football. I'm just excited to get some games rolling and get some stats going and starting seeing some of those those prices jump. And now I'm really excited to see how our bet turns out. Um, yeah, be looking at coffee shops that you like. I I'm a big light roast guy, so find the light roast beans that you like. And all right. I'll have to see if you want me to get an actual nice local shop or if you want the Canadian, the Canadian uh, Tim Hortons route since everybody loves Tim's up here. So, Oh, goodness. I only want Tim Hortons if you can get me a, a pack of cards that comes with. The hockey ones? Hockey cards. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm getting too overconfident here. Drew Locke needs to perform first. That's right. Got the weapons. He's got the yes, weapons. He yes, he does. All right, man. So uh, next week. Your first episode, and we'll be promoting the heck out of it because I'm sure it's going to be excellent. Yep. Um, have fun, man. Good job. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited just to yeah. just kind of talk about new releases, hot and cold guys, kind of do a little vintage spotlight, try to put up a little cool rookie card, kind of looking maybe at the Barry Sanders one for the first one, but we'll see. Uh, do a little retail update and, yeah, just how the rookie's performing, which everybody likes the rookie cards, right? So That's right. That's what we're looking at. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Remember, put your comment in. Tell us what topics you want. Tyson, talk about. we'll give this box away, and we'll give a little something-something special away as well. Comments Perfect. in the YouTube show notes. Tyson, have an amazing week. Enjoy the football season. You as well. All right, brother. See you.